listening. Stay tuned and join Howie. Here they are. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Please like us on Facebook where you can click the anchor link to leave us a voicemail. You can follow us on Twitter at StayTunedTNH. You can even email the show at StayTunedTNH at gmail.com. You can find our merchandise at tchip.com and by searching Stay Tuned. A big thank you to Jesus Perez for helping to set that up for us. And if you need any artistic help, you can look him up on Facebook at Ace in the Hole Signs and Graphics or Dirty Baby Original. And his website is aceintheholesigns.com. We are available on all major podcast platforms, including Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. So please make sure to share, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate your support. Now, let's get into the show. Troy Garmin. What time is it, Hallie? It's pod time. That's right. It is podcast time. <laughs> All right. Yes. I don't know. I'll never get sick of that theme music, man. Jeez. No, it's 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 the ultimate thing to play before uh, you know any type of sporting event or anything like that. It's just it's perfect. You know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> There so, Howie, um, we uh, thought we had a guest lined up. Yes, we and then, did. Then we thought we had another guest lined up. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's funny is we originally, I don't know, I don't even know what to say. I shouldn't use the word funny, but uh, we originally had uh, the thought of the Amish outlaws joining us and they kind of bailed on us, uh, Not, I wouldn't say last minute, but uh, you know they basically couldn't make it because of uh, personal reasons. Uh, so we're like, okay, you know what, let's see if we can just grab somebody last minute. And uh, I actually ran into somebody that I thought would be a pretty interesting guest. And uh, in fact, he's in the Hall of Fame, the Weightlifting Hall of Fame. And I'm like, ooh, this guy's got a pretty cool story. He was good to go, agreed, and then for whatever reason, something happened where he couldn't make it, and uh, and that was a last minute um, cancellation. But uh, but hopefully, it sounds promising that he is willing to do this, and yeah, um, and the outlaws as well, and the outlaws as well. So um, you know, I don't. So really... now you're stuck just hearing us again. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> deal with it, folks. Deal with it. So. <laughs> But hey, you know what? We're entertaining we will do the, by ourselves. Absolutely, we are. We will do the best to entertain you. Uh, we we found some interesting stuff that'll be uh, you know good to talk about, and and uh, and what instance here kind of funny to talk about, honestly. Yeah, it is. Are, are, are we talking about the golfer? <laughs> yeah, let's start there. Why yeah, not? Right? Let's do that. I mean, here's the headline, folks. Uh, and this was <laughs> uh, actually the headline is from today. I did not realize yes, that. It but, is. Um, it's, it's that. It's, it's, it's that fresh. Yeah, June 15th as we record today, yes. Yeah, so golfer arrested on course after wild fight erupts at Corn Ferry Torn 
or I'm sorry, Corn Ferry Tour qualifier. And uh, this, <laughs> this is in the New York Post. And uh, <laughs> and uh, let's see here. Um, yeah, I, I got I got the article from ESPN as I'm reading it. Oh, okay. And, uh, it says, according to police in Newton, Kansas, Luke Smith of Covington, Tennessee, punched the victim in the face and tackled him to the ground during the qualifier at Sand Creek Station Golf Course. <laughs> Newton police then said in a statement, he held the victim down until he said uncle and then released him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, first of all, I don't even know how how I would have responded if, like, if, Troy, if you were holding me down and you're like, I'm holding you up until you say uncle, I'd be like, what the <laughs> heck are you talking about? Uncle? Oh, uncle. Who says uncle anymore? That is great. Yeah, that is uh, awesome. That is awesome. And apparently so the guy he t- attacked is Austin Daly, and I wonder if it's a relation to John Daly. I don't think so because the spelling's different. Oh, so I don't is it? Think okay. It is. Yeah, but um, it says, according to police, the argument started when the suspect and his father, who was serving as his caddy, refused to help the victim look for errant shots in the rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you know, this guy doesn't want to help the guy look for his ball, and then he ends up getting yeah. beat up for it. <laughs> as, as Daly walked to the next hole, Smith allegedly jumped on Daly's back. And began punching him. <laughs> <laughs> Derek Fribbs, 30, was the third player in the group that also included Smith and the victim. Oh, yeah. Whom, Fribb, whom Fribbs identified to ESPN as Austin Daly. Fribbs told ESPN that Smith and his father weren't helping the other players find their lost balls, which caused the group to fall two holes behind the group playing in front of them. As Fribbs wow. and Daly were looking for a ball in the left rough on the seventh hole, Smith hit his ball onto the green. When Daly reached the green... <laughs> Fribbs said he, Fribbs, uh, according to Fribbs, he told Smith, if we could give equal effort looking for balls and picking up flag sticks, we might catch up. On the ace tee box, according to Fribbs, Smith's father told Daly, I'm not here to look for your balls. Just hit it straighter and hit it on the green. <laughs> Fribbs said Daly pushed Smith's father away, and that's when Luke Smith jumped on Daly and wrestled him to the ground. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. Oh, man. What a, what a story. Oh, um, yeah. And you know what's kind of funny as as I was reading that I saw another golf story which kind of drew my attention. <laughs> and <laughs> pro golfer withdraws from tournament after bizarre ten stroke penalty. I saw that. Did you see I that? I saw that. I mean, he, um, read the article. Yeah. Um, basically, he, he had he the lost incorrect the ball, ball or something. Yeah. Yeah. He had lost his ball and he found one. And he thought it was his ball, so he just played it. And he ended up playing like five holes with that ball, not realizing it wasn't his. And for every hole that you complete with the wrong ball, it's a two-stroke penalty. So yeah. that's how he ended up getting a ten-stroke penalty out of it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man, maybe I need to start watching golf because uh, there's a lot of uh... – I mean, this is getting interesting, right? I mean, yeah. we got full contact golf going on. we got penalties <laughs> assessed. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe we're going to get to the point here where when you get started, when you get in a fight in golf, in hockey, it's a five-minute penalty. Maybe you get like a five-stroke penalty or something like that, you know? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. And I, and, I, oh. and I know you're a wrestling star, and since I'm scrolling through all these different stories, here's another one. XWWE star... Uh, is it Lana or Lena? 
Lana, okay. yeah. To spill the tea on Vince McMahon after being silenced? Yeah, I don't know what that's all about. I know she just got released. Oh. Um, she is married to um, another star that just got released late last year. Uh, his name was Rusev in the WWE, yeah. but now he's known as, he's known as Miro now. Uh, he's in the AEW um, wrestling now. Uh, all, all Elite Wrestling, I believe, is what the AEW stands for. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what she means about spill the beans on Vince McMahon. Um, According to this, uh, she I guess she did a live Instagram, and she promised that she will be opening up about her time in the WWE, including standing up and speaking out on things that, for years, she's been silent about. Hmm. Um, well, that should be interesting. Yeah, she goes. I can't. I can't wait to spill the tea because it's hot and delicious. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So uh, to be continued. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, hey, one more thing on golf, real quick, before yeah. we get off the subject. Um, did you see? It might have been two weeks ago. Uh, John Rom was leading a tournament by like five or six strokes. And all of a sudden somebody comes up to him and tells him that he has to withdraw from the tournament because he tested positive for COVID. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's terrible. Yeah. You've seen him like in tears, like walking off the course. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. So, um, yeah, like you said, some, definitely some interesting things going on in, uh, in golf right now. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. So, I mean, that, that kind of takes care of our, our goofy news here for the moment. <laughs> That's right. Um, what about, I don't know, why don't we get into some birthdays, Howie? I like that idea. So, do we, uh, do we want to go with the, uh, the main encore? Or the, the, main, the entree. The main entree, yes. Yeah, I guess we could go with the entree All here. Right. Uh, and and it kind of plays into the uh, birthday, so let's hear hear who this might be singing. Eventually singing. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Actually, Sir Paul McCartney, we say it's your birthday. That's right. <laughs> it will be his birthday. Uh, well, as, as you hear this, it was already his birthday, but as we're recording, it will be his birthday on June 18th. And uh, that will make him the ripe young age of 79. Wow. 79 um, years old and still yeah. still tearing it up. S- still performing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would say he's uh, probably worth um, maybe, you know, a couple bucks, wouldn't you? I would say. I would say so. He's <laughs> probably worth about as much as we make on our podcast. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> not our lifetime goal. Not our lifetime totals, by the way. Okay, but, just, just last week. Yeah, just last week, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Jeez. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Sir Paul McCartney started off uh, as a member of the Quarrymen in 1957, which then uh, eventually evolved into the Beatles in 1960. And, uh, and you know, we've talked about the Beatles here before. Oh, oh, and, yeah. uh, what, the Beatles were 60 till, what, 79? So, no, I'm sorry, 69, I mean. 
Yeah. And um, that nine-year span, I mean, really? I mean, can you put out any more hits, albums, you know, legendary albums Mm -hmm. in in that amount of time that they did from 60 to 69? Not to mention the movies that they did based off of some of those albums. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, And also, look at some of the songs that they've written. There are some of those songs that they literally wrote in 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, um, huge albums, uh, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. I mean, the iconic white album. Yeah. Um, I mean, Insane. just unbelievable what these guys did. And Sir Paul McCartney definitely had a big hand in that. That, and then, that he did. And then not to mention, after the Beatles breakup in 1970, he ends up forming Wings um, with, mm-hmm. with uh, I think it was his wife, Linda at the time. Was that right? Uh yes, I don't know yeah. if she was. I don't know if she was a singer or if she was a a producer. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh yeah, I'm not sure what she played either. It does just list her as a musician as I click on oh, her Wikipedia okay. here real quick. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, unfortunately, um, yeah, she passed away. Paul, yeah, Paul had lost her to breast cancer in uh, 1998 at the age of 56, and um. Yeah, that was, uh, I mean, he was married to her from 69 to 98. And yeah. uh, you don't see things like that too often in uh, in, in the world he lived in. No, oh my gosh, no. Um, uh, he's a dedicated you know, guy, and maybe that's... Uh, absolutely. Yeah, and that's an um, attribute to what he has done with music too. Um, absolutely. Now, I got as far as, a, you know, being a child and everything, I didn't follow the Beatles um, because it, obviously it was way before my time. Uh, but what I do remember Paul McCartney in, and maybe you do too, and this is back in my day of watching MTV. Uh, Michael uh, Jackson videos. Yeah, the Michael Jackson video. Say, say, say. Say, 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 and also the girl is mine. Oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. I forgot about that one. But Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was probably the first time I was actually introduced to him. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I had heard Beatles songs before that, but didn't really know anything about the Beatles or him. Yep. Um, but that was the first time I actually knew who Paul, and he saw the name Paul McCartney, you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. when I first, I, I was gifted the Thriller album, uh, I don't remember which birthday it was for me, but I was gifted it. And I remember seeing the girl is mine with oh. Paul McCartney, like, you know what I mean? And that was, that was the first time I ever saw the name Paul McCartney. So well, once again, that, that album was 1984. Yep. And, uh, yep. <laughs> and, uh, quite yeah, a year. Yeah. Quite the year for music. My gosh. So, so let's uh yeah, transition we, got? we have some other birthdays and uh you know maybe not quite the statue of uh paul mccartney but still very popular in their own right uh we have nicole kidman oh yeah and uh these 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 are all on june 20th by the way all three of these that i'm about to mention yeah. are june 20th how old is nicole uh Nicole Kidman will be 54 years old okay. on June 20th. Uh, hmm. You know, and, and um, here's the interesting thing about her is um, everybody says she's what Australian, right? I think so. Yeah, so she actually was born in Hawaii. Really? Yeah. She was actually born in Honolulu, Honolulu, Hawaii. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Of course, famous uh, for uh, being married to Tom Cruise for. Uh, a few years. Okay. And uh, ever since then, now she's, uh, since 2006, she's married to Keith Urban. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah. So, it's, uh, they're hitting, they're getting ready to hit their 15 year anniversary, actually, this okay. year. So. so, it's a legit 
legit uh, relationship then, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, and you know, she she did end up, I think, moving to Australia at a pretty young age. Sure. Um, and obviously, uh, Keith Urban's from Australia as well. So, no, actually, I did not know that. Actually, yeah, he was born in New Zealand, but then moved to Australia. Okay. So, um, huh. yeah. And then, what else do we got? We got Mr. Lionel Richie. Oh yeah. Yes, and uh, Mr. Lionel Richie will be seventy-two years old on June twentieth. Wow! I'll tell you what, that and, guy looks really amazing for seventy-two years old, doesn't he? He does. He really does, and uh, he looks like he could dance on the ceiling yet. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know it. You know it. Yeah. Uh, but um, yeah. Obviously, his daughter made some headlines back in the uh, day, not too long ago, I guess. Uh, a little bit. Nicole, is it Nicole bit. Richie? Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah she was uh, known for hanging out with Paris Hilton. <laughs> and um, what? They had a show on MTV, too. They, if I'm they not did. They did. And yeah. I can't remember what it was called. And I remember seeing an episode of it. And I was like, wow. I, what the am Simple I Life. Yes. 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 And think, wasn't it really something like because they were so rich and, and spoiled mm-hmm. that they would go to places like Walmart and not even know what the heck Walmart was? <laughs> yeah. Like, or like, or go on a farm and just kind of yeah. do some, you know, some menial things. Uh, yep. Yep. Yeah, but Lionel Richie, 72 years old. And um, I'll tell you what, um, I mean, you, you don't realize it, but this guy has a lot of hits a lot of hits yeah and uh it was co-writer of the uh signal we are the world with michael jackson which obviously was huge and if i'm not mistaken the proceeds of that single went to charity for something right was that um i i want to think i want to say back in the day it was ethiopia yes um USA for Africa. Yes. Um, I don't know exactly what the proceeds went to. I'm guessing it was just something. Oh, following the devastation. No, 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 no. That's not it. That's not it. That was a remake. Um, yeah, I can't find it, honestly. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I do remember uh, around, you know, that song. In fact, um, We Are the World, that's where everybody basically. Yeah. There was a lot of different um, artists that contributed to that. I know Bruce Springsteen was in it. Yeah. Yeah, you remember Uh, that video. Stevie Wonder. Uh, Very, yeah, I do. I do. Um, I mean, Lionel Richie, Michael Jackson. uh, Yeah. I mean, everybody. Tia Turner, Billy Joel, Elton John, Kenny Morgan, Steve Perry, Daryl Hall, Cindy Lauper, Huey Lewis, uh, Kim Carnes, Bob Dylan, Ray Charles. Yeah. Um, Willie Nelson, Dion Warwick, Diana Ross, Bill, or I said Billy Joel already, Kenny Rogers, Paul Simon. Wow. Uh, yeah. And then. Lose yourself in And then there was also a lot of actors that were in that too. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he was in that. Um, well, Dan Aykroyd actually sang a little bit too with the Blues Brothers, right? Uh, Dan, yeah, Dan Aykroyd played. Yeah, he's yeah. for the Blues Brothers. Yeah, here's this is a, a, quite here's, a rendition that, uh, I mean, quite a list of artists that oh, were in yeah. that album. I mean, that song, really. I mean, that was incredible. Um, 
here's uh, yeah. here he is. Uh, Lionel and uh, Stevie Wonder are singing together. On this. Yep. Yes. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, Kenny Rogers. Jeez. Can you imagine being in that room and witnessing all these folks? No, that was uh, that's. <laughs> And let's not forget what uh, Lionel Richie's doing right now. Yeah, yeah, with um, uh, American Idol. Yeah, he's with uh, he's judging with Luke Bryan and Katy Perry on American Idol. He's been doing that since 2018, and uh, I would say he has the credentials to be a good judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think he. I think he's got a little background on that. <laughs> yeah, what a great song this is. Actually, it's, it is. Uh, it is very well written. Very well written. Oh, Janet Jackson was in this too. Was she? Yeah, she's I, singing what? with Michael Jackson on this. This is, is it her. Janet. Yeah. Both her and Michael are singing at the same time. I'm actually watching the oh, video now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see her listed in the credits here. That's really yeah. odd. I do see. Yeah. I do see Latoya though. Yeah, that's not Latoya. Wow. In fact, a lot of the Jacksons are in here. It's um... yeah. <laughs> Dionne Warwick and um, Willie Nelson at the same time. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. There he is. Sheila E. Bruce. Yep. Bruce. Not to be confused with Bruce Ford. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, the lesser of the two Bruces is singing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Latoya, Marlon, Randy, and Tito are all part yeah. of uh, part of this as well in the background. Yeah, yeah, isn't that something? Smokey Robinson. Wow. So yeah, anyway, uh, happy birthday to yeah. Lionel Richie, uh, seventy-two years old, and one more. And um, I don't know what would you say this guy's most famous for. What, what do you think of right away when you think of this guy? I think of Roseanne. Yeah, that's okay. That's probably what I was going to say as well. Yeah. And, of course, that's we're talking about John Goodman, who yep. will be 69 years old on June 20th. Um, and both you and I thought he was I older. thought he was older. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he yeah. was older. Um, but, yeah, John Goodman, um, you know, I, I, like we said, obviously a lot of people know him for Roseanne. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, he's got quite a role in some other movies as well. Uh, Raising Arizona was a big one that started it. Oh, yeah. Uh, the big the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, bro- oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, let's not forget his iconic role as James P. Sullivan in <laughs> Pixar's Monsters, right? Monsters That's Inc. right. That's right. Yeah, um, he's a- oh, I forgot about, I forgot he was Baloo in the Jungle Book. I forgot about oh, that. that's right. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that too. Yep. Yeah, he's and, a pretty uh, big deal. And here's another success story. Uh, he's been married since 1989 to his wife. Okay. Yeah. Good, good for him. So, so yeah, John. So over four years. Or, or John how, Goodman. Um, wait a minute. When was he eight, married? Nine, well, 89. So okay, so he... 32 years. 32 years, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot he played the babe in the movie The oh, Babe. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And I don't know if you still have that. Oh, yeah, I still see the poster behind you. He's right behind you. Oh, yeah, duh. The Flintstones. Yes. Yes. The Flintstones. <laughs> he played Fred Flintstone. Yes, he did. He did yes, that. Indeed. Um, he he did a good in, role. I'll tell you what, he was convincing as Fred. He was. And he played a very good Fred. They couldn't, I don't think they could have found anybody better for that position, honestly. No. You know, in, the, in a real life remake of Flintstones. I agree. Um, I think Fred and yeah. Barney were great. I'm not quite sure on the Betty actress on that one, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rosie yeah, and I. Didn't, I yeah, I didn't really quite grasp that one. Uh, but what Rick Moranis played Barney, right? Uh, no. Yeah, you know what? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was Rick Moranis. And and the thing about him is, um, I don't think it was too long after that. That is when he uh, stopped acting. Oh. Did you ever hear his story? It's no. pretty interesting. Um, it's interesting and it's sad in the same breath. Okay. Um, so let me see if I can pull it up here real quick, just to kind of get you a uh, an yeah, idea. And while you're doing um, that, um, while when we were down in Tennessee, not this past summer, but the the la- the time before that, we went into what's called the Stars Cars Museum, mm-hmm. and they actually have the Flintmobile that was used in the movie there. And, oh yeah, yeah, and I have my picture taken in it. And uh, and what's really cool about that is, like, I mean, just I don't know, it's just neat that uh, to see how they had that made. It was really. I don't know. It was just so. Just being a Flintstones fan, I don't have that poster yeah. because I'm the movie fan of Flintstones. Right, you're just, just a fan of the cartoon. I'm and a big Flintstones fan of the general, cartoon. Right. So just just to have the opportunity to sit in the Flintmobile was a really cool experience for me. It was neat. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so the story here is that the the, the sad story is uh, Moranis um, got married to a costume designer, and her name was Ann Belsky. Mm-hmm. In 1986, they had two children, and then Belsky died of cancer in February of 91. Ooh. And um, as she, when she died of cancer, uh, cancer, he just slowly started working his way out of the entertainment industry. Wow. Um, and, I mean, he did some stuff here and there, don't get me wrong. Um, like, he filmed uh, Flintstones, that was 94. Uh, little Giants was in 94. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did a couple other little things like the honey. I shrunk. I was going to say honey. Uh, I shrunk the kids was a big deal. Yeah. Well, that was 89. Yeah. Um, honey. I blew up the kid was in 92. Okay. And then there were some other funny ones like honey. I shrunk the audience. Honey. We shrunk ourselves. That type of stuff. But yeah. I don't, they weren't nearly as big as the other ones. The honey. I shrunk the, the kid and, and honey. I uh, blew up the kid. Okay. But anyway, my point was that he, really like he he was on a roll there with movies he really was Mm -hmm. and uh, when his wife died of cancer he just felt like he needed to be there for his children i can respect that i mean absolutely absolutely um oh my gosh i don't know how this was not a headline news um i just found i mean i know we're supposed to be talking about john goodman here but as i'm looking up rick moranis this just came up on october 1st 2020 at approximately 7 30 a.m moranis was the victim of an assault in new york city in the vicinity of west 70th street in manhattan he suffered minor injuries to his head, back, and hip. He reported the incident to New York City Police Department. He posted security footage from the attack. The alleged perpetrator, Marquise Ventura, was arrested in New York City on November 14, 2020. Oh, wow. How about that? Okay. I mean, here's Rick Moranis, who was uh, 68 years old, <laughs> and getting attacked by yeah. somebody. I mean, that's just r- ridiculous. That is so ridiculous, yeah. Oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, so... Um, anyway, back to uh, John Goodman. I mean, just quite a career this guy had, and um, yeah, 
here's another funny movie that I that gets overlooked, but I really like. It's called The Emperor's New Groove, and uh, he oh. played the he he did the voice of Pacha in yeah. in that. And uh, that one, many people don't really know too much about, but I, I love that movie. I thought The Emperor's New Groove was a great movie. I have not um, seen that actually. Yeah, I like that one. It, it was kind of one of the last ones before Disney really went to the the whole Pixar route. Oh, uh, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, so it was one of the ones that really still kind of looks like a cartoon. You know, when you watch yep. it. Yep. Um, but yeah, happy birthday to John Goodman. Yes, indeed, and uh, and I don't know, I. I guess the the Roseanne it's not the Roseanne show anymore. It's not called, it's, it's called the Connors the now. The Connors, yeah. And uh, I mean they had to they had to kill off Roseanne yeah. because of some controversy. A little bit. Just a little controversy. Who would think Roseanne would be in the middle of controversy? I know. I know. And why would they not expect <laughs> it to be honest with you? I mean Yeah, geez. absolutely. <laughs> um so but uh, So Yes. Where do we go from here, Allie? Well, I think I know. Do we go to our next little segment? I think we do. Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Troy. Where are they now? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Where are they now? And I'm going to play you a clip. Uh, Now, the um, original singer of this song isn't the one who's singing it, but it is someone else. And and, uh, take a listen. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Now, that nobody, is not Waylon Jennings. That is not Waylon Jennings at all. But I'll tell you what, I will give him credit. He doesn't sound bad. He does not. No. Who is it, Howie? Uh, that is John Schneider, who actually played Bo Duke in Dukes of Hazard, and uh, yeah, you mean he, Beauregard Duke. Beauregard, which is his real name, like you just found, <laughs> right? Yeah, which is. Uh, <laughs> I like uh, Bo better. Yeah, I think Bo works better for him. I can't imagine. Absolutely. Like, I can't imagine them on the show. Hey, Beauregard. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. So, uh, yeah, of course, he played Bo Duke. And, um, you know, Howie, I don't really know a whole lot about his background, but um, was he really known for anything else other than that? Uh, you know what? I mean, he's known now for singing. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I guess he, he just started his own uh, movie studio where he's doing a little bit of movie production. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you really getting into this right now before I say... Where is he now? <laughs> I guess I am. Um, okay, so let me, let's start this over again. Yeah, let's Howie. do that. Let's do that. Where is he now? <laughs> well, I'm glad you mentioned this, Troy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, um, Bo, or John Schneider, as we know him, uh, he is, uh, you know, since Dukes of Hazard, he's had a, a few marriages. And uh, not all successful, obviously. And yes. uh, you know, he is uh, he he does a lot of country music singing, and uh, he is uh, he's got quite a few albums out. I don't know how successful he is with them, uh, but mm-hmm. as you heard there, he's not a bad singer. And yeah. um, you know, and then uh, he's got his own uh, movie studio, and I don't know what it's called off the top of my head, but. 
Um, but he did release a movie just very recently called Stand On It. And uh, and that movie is kind of a, a playoff of uh, Smokey and the Bandit. And he actually drives a, um, a Dodge Hellcat instead of the Trans Am. And it's, it's black with an eagle on the hood. And, uh, yep. and there's a trucker involved um, that is smuggling not cores, but some kind of other alcohol. Uh, supposed to be alcohol, but they later find out that it's actually weed that they're smuggling across without knowing it. And mm. uh, yeah, and um, but yeah, he had to do it in record time, or else he would have lost his um, tractor trailer. And there's a if you watch the movie. Uh, First of all, it's not well done. It's very, very choppy, very um, just, I don't know, just not good. But it's really cool because you get to hear a lot of um, little Dukes of Hazard drops. Uh, mm-hmm. In fact, the horn on the Hellcat is the is the um, General Lee horn, so, <laughs> which is kind of funny. And uh, The uh, John, John Schneider Studios is the name of the... Oh, uh, there we go. Yeah. And it says that it gives independent filmmakers all the tools they need to create their stories and films in one location. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's located, so, and I believe he lives in Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's where the studio is located. Um, because I believe I saw that, but I can't find well, it right you had now. Mentioned, I, believe I saw that. I all. think you mentioned before we did the podcast that he had lost his studio to a flood. Um. Yeah, he he did he did, and then um, yeah. Let me see if I can find that whole because that was a whole big mess there. Yeah. Um. So he was married. Okay, so let's kind of give a little bit of background here on. Okay. So he got married to a former Miss America, Tawny God Tawny Godden, and he was married from '83 to '86 to her. Then he married his second wife, Ellie Castle. Uh, Elvira was her real name, and uh, that was July 11th, 1993. But then on December 12th, 2014, uh, they they she had filed for divorce. That's not the uh, Elvira had, that we know, is it? I don't believe so. Okay. I don't know. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure not. I can't imagine um, that. Yeah. No. 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 Um, but then he has. He had three children with her. Um, but then it says, um, "This is so crazy." So since April of 2015, he's been in a relationship with Alicia Elaine, and he wasn't even divorced from the other girl yet. Yeah, they had only technically divorced in 2019. Basically, as soon as that divorce is over, he's married to this other woman now. <laughs> And um, it says on June 12, 2018, uh, he, he spoke to Fox News about his upcoming three-day jail sentence for pay- failing to pay alimony to this Elvira Castle. Um, he, had, he said he had financial hardships, and uh, he was in the middle of repairing his studio in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. There you go. Which was destroyed in a March 2016 flood. So he was arrested at 10.29 a.m. And released at three forty-five. <laughs> so he did a whole whopping what five hours in jail. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. and uh, it said it was because the, the prison was overcrowded, so that's why they didn't let him out. But if he doesn't repay all his stuff and do his two hundred forty hours of community service, he will face five years of imprisonment. Jeez. So uh, hopefully these albums take off for him here <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, I'm hoping something happens for him. And uh, I'll tell you, I, I was a huge. Duke's a Hazard fan, you know. I grew up right in that time frame, and uh, mm-hmm. and I remember like we would spend a lot of time at my cousin's house, and he was, you know, uh, one of my cousins. He was a huge Duke's a Hazard fan, so whenever Duke's a Hazard came on, we had to make sure we were in front of the TV and watching it. It was just something that was fun to watch, sure. and um, 
And I don't know if I ever told you this story of uh, meeting one of the casts of Dukes of Hazard. You did. Yeah, you did. I thought so. I thought so. Um, Cooter um, from um, he was the mechanic on Dukes of Hazard. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, and that I that we stumbled on by accident. I don't even know. We just took a back road for some reason. It's like poof. There's a Dukes of there's a General Lee and uh, the tow truck. So. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, and then we went in, and I mean, the crazier part was we go into the store where this was. It was called Cooters, and yeah. uh, and we go into the store, and sure enough, there he is standing. And uh, like you had to be expect, like you weren't expecting that when you walked no, in. Oh there. my gosh, no! And not only that, but like uh, we were able to go up to him and have a conversation with him, and I mean, he was so down to earth, um, and. Um, yeah, and his his wife was uh, working the cash register. His uh, his daughter was scooping ice cream. I mean, <laughs> it was just crazy. I was just like, "Where am I?" <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah, but it was it was neat. It was a cool experience, and uh, um, glad we took that back road, I guess. So, but he's yeah. he's uh, he lives in Virginia area. Cooter does. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, his store is now in Luray, Virginia, and uh, and they do this big uh, festival every year. It's kind of like a Dukes of Hazard festival where they jump cars and do all sorts of little stunts. And oh yeah, yeah. It's it, I want to get down there sometime and check it out. And he always has former Dukes of Hazard stars on his at his location. Um, in fact, is. Um, talk about where are they now you know Catherine Bach uh, mm-hmm. she has a store that's literally right next to his store in Nashville or um, not in Nashville uh, Pigeon Forge really oh wait and Nashville now that I think about Nashville and Pigeon Forge yeah um, so it's called I think it's just called Daisies um, yeah oh yeah yeah so um, yeah it's just interesting to you know we talk about where are they now. It's like, yeah, I mean, geez. Oh, and um, I was doing a little search on uh, John Schneider. Do you know how much his net worth is? You know, I wouldn't have guessed that much, um, considering he hasn't paid his ex-wife alimony yet. So what do you think it might be worth? I mean, I'm still going to stay in the millions. I'm going to say um, $3 million. $200,000. Get out of here. Really? So what does that tell you about him? Tells me he was either well underpaid for his role in Dukes of <laughs> Hazard, or he blew a lot of money. I think it's the latter. Um, I think it's yeah. not only blew a lot of money, but mismanaged a lot of money. Sure. Uh, right. Because let's face it, he's he's got a, a fame about him where all he's got to do is sit behind a table and sign autographs and get paid for it. Yeah. You know, and, uh, yeah. And to be only. Yeah, I'd like to know, um, <laughs> what the heck did he do with all that? Yeah, That's right. Insane. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, quite interesting. Yeah, it's, it says, uh, here, here, you know, I just kind of picked this up real quick here. And this, this was actually, uh, released here in January of 2021. Ben Jones, who played Cooter. Uh huh. And the late Sorel Brook, boss hog, tied with one another for five hundred thousand dollars in an estimated wealth, while Tom Lopat had an estimated two million dollar fortune. 
So and that's who played. Uh, by the way, Tom Wopat is the one who played Luke. Duke. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I guess he did a little bit better with his money. <laughs> I would think so. I would think so. Wow. Yeah. So um, yeah, definitely uh, better management there. And um, yeah, I don't know what he did. Well, the marriages definitely didn't help. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. So, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, I guess that concludes this segment of. Where are they now? Exactly. <laughs> we're gonna get. Um, it, we're gonna have to get you to do a little more of a dramatized version of that. By the way, okay, I can do that. I can do. That. I, I, I sense jingle, a little. A little I sense a little. For it. Yeah, I sense a little nervousness in that voice of yours when you do that. I don't know why, but no, no, no nervousness. <laughs> I've been talking to these fine people for over a year now, Howie. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yes. We are now um, veterans of this uh, podcasting world, right? I, I guess we are. Yeah, I would say so. I I would definitely say so. So that'll wrap things up. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as you're hearing this episode, uh, next week you'll be hearing the Nick great Knight? Nick Knight. Um, and, uh, you know, his album release party will be July 2nd at Scott Church's The Church in Lebanon on uh, North 8th Street. Or I believe that's South Eighth Street. Actually, it is. It is South Eighth Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also releasing that album um, on July first, which is also his birthday. Um, so if you happen to be in the Lebanon area for whatever reason, you can buy tickets right at the door at the church and uh, check out what Nick Knight has to offer. He sounds super excited about what he's about to come out with here yeah. for you. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if you're following him on social media if we start getting a little bit of uh, some hints and clips about what he's ready to drop here for us. I think we're already starting to see him drop some things, um, okay. some hints here and there. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, start paying attention to what he's up to. And uh, um, and let's face it, he's itching. He's itching to tell somebody. So, yes, he is. <laughs> based on he our is. interview, you can tell. Um, yeah. So yeah, yep, so, I look forward to hearing uh, hearing all yep. about it, and uh, and hopefully uh, hopefully next time we chat with him, he's going to be talking about you know this big record deal that they that he just signed. So <laughs> absolutely, you're you know open for somebody in a big city somewhere. That'd be awesome too. Yep. Um, but yeah, let's uh, you know stay tuned next week to hear from Nick Knight, the kid from the J. That's right. All right, so I guess that concludes. Uh, what we're all about and uh until next time stay tuned everyone thank you for listening to another episode please like us on facebook follow us on twitter at stay tuned tnh email us stay tuned tnh at gmail.com and uh, whichever podcast avenue you're listening to us on google apple spotify uh, please subscribe share rate and review and until next week stay tuned